Seamus, The Case of the Thieves and Brigands, Part 13, It's All Just One, is based on the book The Great Taxi Cab Robbery by James H. Collins. Hello. Hunter, you better get over here pretty quick. Doris sounded a bit rattled. Just a bit. Nothing ever rattles Doris. I left the plate of Chef Boyardee SpaghettiOs sitting on my counter and grabbed my keys. I took the beer I'd just opened with me. I recognized Sarah as soon as I walked into Joey's. She was sitting at the booth in the back usually reserved for me. I could see Doris sitting beside what looked like Mrs. Fisher. Sarah nodded at me as I walked up to the booth. Doris looked over her shoulder as I approached. I think we have what you're looking for. Mrs. Fisher was wearing large, dark glasses, but they couldn't hide the bruises or swelling. Nothing could hide that. She was wearing long sleeves, even though the day was a real cooker. I think I knew why. I slid in beside Sarah. Mr. James, I now represent Mrs. Adriana Fisher. She has something to give to you. Mrs. Fisher, you should go to the hospital. Just what I said. She came stumbling in here, madder than a wet hen, said to call you and to call Sarah. I took one look at her and I called Sarah. She'll make certain she gets to a doctor and gets to a safe place. Mrs. Fisher still hadn't spoken. I turned to Sarah. Don't worry, Hunter. My paralegal is already running the restraining order over to court. Adriana, what's happened to you? I was so happy to learn that Kevin wasn't cheating on me, you know. I thought everything was going to be okay. Adriana started folding the strap of her purse. It's all right. You just tell your story. You'll feel better when you do. I came home and Kevin was there. He had found your business card. I didn't know what could have made him so mad. He didn't know why I had that card. He wanted to know if you had been to the house. I told him no. But he was furious. He slapped me, told me I was a liar. He grabbed me real hard and started shaking me. He wanted to know if I gave you a thumb drive. I didn't know what he was talking about. He hit me a couple more times and left. I didn't know what to do. I had to wash the blood off my top. I grabbed some more laundry to do with it. One of the pieces was Kevin's chinos. This was in his pocket. I started to call Kevin and remembered what you had said. She reached into her purse and pulled out an exact replica of the one I had. It was my guess that this drive was loaded with data. May I have it? She looked at Sarah and she nodded. She slid it across the table to me. Sarah looked at her phone. Convince the doc into keeping Mrs. Fisher overnight. Get the divorce paperwork started and bring it to the hospital. Yes. Kevin Fisher. Sarah looked at me. The cops will want to take a look at that thumb drive. I'm sure they will. The drive that Kevin had was the drive that was taken from Pierce, Thomas's passenger. The guy that beat up Pierce, beat up Wings. All three cases were linked. Kevin was the key. I believe I will need to tell Kevin a little bit more.
The drive Adriana gave me was exactly the same as the blank one from Florbama Securities. I put the drive from Adriana in an envelope. Time to take another look at those pictures from the club Adriana had taken. The girl in the picture was wearing a wig, and her makeup was very different, but I recognized Kimberly from the roofing company. I didn't recognize anyone else, so I did a deep dive into the people in the background. I figured that Drover might be in on it and was looking for him. I didn't find Drover. What I did find was Thomas at the bar. Thomas's story was full of holes. I hadn't cared much until now. Thomas had been knocked out, and that could account for his bad memory of the event. The thing was, he hadn't really been hurt. Wings and Thomas's passenger had nearly been killed. Thomas walked out of the hospital the next day, and here he was standing at the bar the night before the robbery in the same club at the same time as Kevin and Kimberly. I needed to talk to Thomas. I had gone to the port of call and waited for Thomas to arrive and pick up his fare. When I slid into the back seat and pulled off the baseball cap I was wearing, he was uh, not real excited to see me. Crap! What do you want? You want to tell me if the old lady never showed up or if you made that up completely? Get out of my car! I can place you at the club with Kevin Fisher and Kimberly Goodridge. I know that Pierce was the target. He was carrying a thumb drive that one of your gang took, and I'm guessing it was Drover. So what if I was at the club at the same time as someone else? Lots of people go to clubs. That's what they're there for. To go to. Doesn't mean anything. I'm not in any gang. I'm an Uber driver. That's all. How come almost every other account of the carjacking is different from your account? How come you, a professional driver, didn't know the make and color of the getaway car? Abel spun around in his seat and pointed a gun at me. One thing I learned from the carjacking is that I need to protect myself from criminals. Looks like I need to protect myself from nosy parkers as well. Get out of my car! Yeah, you're going to lose a fare. I'm not going to give you a good review. Get out! Mike's place was quiet at the moment. In a few hours, shift changes would be taking place and it would fill up with guys grabbing a quick beer before going home. I needed to think, and I wanted a drink. Becker at the security company didn't make any threats, but his message was clear enough. I wouldn't be surprised to find he was having me tailed. I didn't know what was on that thumb drive exactly, but he was nervous about it running around loose. I imagine that he didn't know I had it yet, because he would be contacting me again if he did. He expected me to find it for him. This corporate espionage stuff was big money. The best thing to do would be to hand the thing over and take my money and be clear of this. I reached down and crinkled the envelope containing the drive in my pocket to make sure it was still there. Mike was back. I could hear him talking in the storage room behind the bar. Man, must have been a real good fight. (laughs) Please tell me the other guy looks worse. I looked up at the mirror behind the bar. Behind all the bottles, I saw my face. The swelling had gone down, but man, did I look bad. Moving around still hurt. If I continued with this case, I'm certain that Crowley would be visiting me again, not a prospect that I looked forward to. I would pass this drive off to Cassis and let Becker clean it up. No, I don't think I laid a hand on him. Oh, this sounds like a story I want to hear. Another time, buddy. It's a good one. 
Eh, I hear Wings is doing better as well. Hey, at least you didn't end up in the hospital. Yeah, I've been wondering about that. Turns out that the same guy hit both of us. Huh, you, you don't say. I, I, I heard Wings was just in the wrong place when a carjacking went down. Actually, Mike, I think Wings was exactly where he should be when the carjacking went down. Mike gave me a puzzled look. I'm finishing up a case that started out as two cases. I'll tell you all about it after I close it out. Mike just raised his eyebrows. He glanced over at the clock again. You had any lunch? You want a Reuben to go with that beer? Just got a new batch of sauerkraut. Hey, hey, it's good for what ails you. I'll throw in the chips for free. Sure, I never could resist free chips. The Reuben was good. I felt a bit better after eating. I called Cassis and told him I had the drive and would be bringing it over this afternoon. Maybe getting this off my plate, I could finally get some sleep. James, this is George. They're releasing me today. Can I get you to come pick me up? Sure, be right there. I hope no one has moved in on my spot. I have an errand to run first, then we'll go check out your digs. Sounds good. Mike, can I get a Reuben and some of those free chips to go? Thank you for listening to Seamus. If you like this episode of Seamus, please leave a review and tell your friends. This has been Seamus, The Case of the Thieves and Brigands, Part 13. It's all just one. And is based on the book by James H. Collins, The Great Taxi Cab Robbery. Hunter James was played by Sheldon Bird. Doris Poole was played by Jean Phillips. Mrs. Fisher was played by Paige Scaler. Abel Thomas was played by Chris Hall. Mike Regan was played by Nick Yamateo. Wings was played by Michael Rowe. I'm Leslie Woodrow. This episode of Seamus was written by Max Reese and directed by Jean Phillips. Seamus is a new Meadows Media production, all rights reserved.